going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the My Side of the Block podcast. We're going to be super hyped this week because it is Super Bowl week. You know, we're really excited that it's the championship game, but we're real upset that it's the final game of the year. You know, uh, we talked about it on the last episode when we broke down our NFL awards that it's awesome to see this game because, you know, who's going to win, who's going to be the elite. But it's sad because we know it's done. Football's done. We got to wait whatever, four, five, six months for it to come back on. But we got a good game on our hands. We got a phenomenal Super Bowl matchup here. Quite frankly, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really don't know who I want to win. I'm just going to leave it at that. That doesn't mean I don't have my pick. But... I would love to see Joe Burrow win. I'd love to see this kid go out there and just do something that I don't know if we've ever seen it done. Go from a three-win team to a Super Bowl champ in one year. I don't know if we've ever seen that done. We've already seen what, what Stafford might do, already done the year before. Two things. One, switch teams and win the Super Bowl. And two, win a Super Bowl at home. Now, if it wasn't for it being Matt Stafford, I'd be rooting hardcore against the Rams because who wants to see back-to-back home champions in the Super Bowl? Rams fans do. Not very many of them. But I'm a Stafford fan. I've been a Stafford guy my whole life, his whole career. I'm not going to lie. I've pretty much had Matt Stafford on every single one of my fantasy football teams since I can remember. I had him this year on one of my leagues. I had him last year. I had him the year before, but it's one thing that Stafford never really got me. He never got me a fantasy championship either because he always choked. He always threw them interceptions, but he's here. He's in the Super Bowl. He proved the doubters wrong so far, but let's see if he can get the job done. So in the game, we got the LA Rams versus Cincinnati Bengals in Englewood at home at SoFi for the Rams. We got the Rams right now, current line, as I make this podcast. L.A. Rams are minus four. Cincinnati, obviously, plus four. The money line is Cincinnati, plus 166. L.A., minus 198. The over-under for the game is 48 and a half. I like that line. I like that over-under because I feel it's a good number. It's a good number. It means it's going to be an entertaining Super Bowl. And we know one thing. Both these teams can put up numbers. And they put up numbers very quickly. So, I'm not going to give you guys my pick. I'm just going to break down some things. Some keys to the game. My number one key to the game is this. Stafford needs to stay collective and not throw the ball into the hands of the defenders of the Bengals. Now, the Bengals aren't really known for taking takeaways, but Stafford has a tendency to do some erratic throws, especially in big games. So far this year, he hasn't in the playoffs, but time's to come, right? You know, they're about to average out, so it might happen. So Stafford needs to do what he's been doing in these playoffs. He needs to not turn the ball over. So Stafford can go out there and throw a goose egg on interceptions, I find it hard to see the Rams losing this game. But it could happen. It could happen. My key to the game for the defense, get to Joey B. 
We all know the offensive line of Cincinnati is not that good. They've been getting hit on Joe Burrow. But if you actually look at the numbers, it gets overplayed. Gets overplayed. He had that one game where he got sacked nine times, still threw dimes. But against Kansas City, he didn't get hit that much. Quite frankly, he actually only got hit one time. But then again, they didn't have Aaron Donald coming out. So if they can get pressure on Joe Burrow, it might slip some things up. Even though so far this year, Joe Burrow has yet to fold under pressure. But we'll see what happens when you got a guy like Aaron Donald in your face. My keys to the winning on Cincinnati side. They got to establish a run game. They got to. Maybe not just a run game, but an attack out of the backfield. So I actually am looking for Joe Mixon, who's been a guy that's been overlooked in this entire playoff run, to have a big fucking game. Now let's not be let's let's not be short on this. Joe Mixon's an all-pro player. He had all-pro year. He's a pro bowler, second team all-pro. This guy is a beast. And he can do it all. He can catch the ball, he can get some yak, he can get all of it, and he can run. Get Joe Burrow. Get Joe Burrow to dish the ball off to him in the backfield to get a lot of plays that are going to work off of the pass rush of LA. I think that's going to be crucial. And one thing I know is Zach Miller has a game plan and he switches it up all the time. All the time. That's going to be huge for them. Another huge thing on the offense is T. Higgins. T. Higgins guys show up. They're going to be putting a lot of pressure on Jamar Chase. So T. Higgins is going to be the guy. Let's see if he can get 10, 11 receptions and get an MVP-like performance out there. Because if he does and they get the ball rolling in the backfield, it's going to neglect that pass rush from L.A. That's going to be huge. On the defensive end, get pressure on Stafford. Same thing. You got to get pressure on him. Stafford has shown all year that when he gets pressure, he likes to just throw shit up. He has none yet this this postseason, but he hasn't really got pressured yet this postseason. You got to get pressure on him. Got to get pressure on him. Cooper Cup's going to get his stuff. He's just that guy. He runs them routes. He's going to get his guy. He's going to get it. But if you put pressure on Matt Stafford, you're likely to get an error from him. And if you get one, two errors from Matt Stafford with that offense that you have over there in Cincinnati, it's a game changer. So that's my predictions right there. That's my, my tips. We'll see what happens. Now it gets me talking. I want to talk about, I asked a question on our Instagram. I said, who would you rather have going into this game? Joe Burrow or Matt Stafford? My answer actually was Joe Burrow, which is saying a lot because this guy is young. But I just think as calm and collective as Matt Stafford has seen, as he's looked, He's more likely to explode than I think Joe Burrow is. Joe Burrow showed that in his college days, and he's shown that in this playoff run that the dude don't panic. He don't panic. You can hit him as many times as you want in a game. He just don't panic. And he has that if factor. Don't get me wrong. Stafford has that if factor too, but he don't got that swag and the if factor like Joey Burrow got. Joey Burrow is that dude. Be this young, that talented, that confident, and that good, it's scary. It's scary. And he doesn't know any better. 
He don't got no pressure on his shoulders. Where Matt Stafford has all the pressure in the world. You got all these guys on ESPN talking about how if they don't win, Matt Stafford failed. L.A. failed. Are they wrong? In my opinion, probably not really. Not really. But that weight on the shoulders of Matt Stafford is a lot. I don't think it's coming in the full circle yet for him until he steps on that field. When he steps on that field, we're going to see what he's really made of. He has a lot of pressure on his shoulders. I got guys on ESPN talking about, oh, well, if he wins this game, he's a Hall of Famer. In my opinion, when everybody always says trophies are irrelevant to greatness, it's not the only thing. Matt Stafford put up these numbers playing for Detroit, one of the worst organizations in sports history. I don't think this game makes or breaks his case. I think he has a couple years left, but it helps. But the pressure that's going to be on Matt Stafford's shoulders is tremendous. The pressure that's on Joe Burrow's shoulders, it doesn't exist. He has no pressure. And the thing about Cincinnati, the thing about Joe Burrow is they know no better. They think they're better. They know they're better. They're going to go out there and say, we're better. It's like a rookie team, a young team that's going out there that just doesn't know any better that they're not supposed to be here. Because they're not supposed to be here, but they're here. That's why I take Joe Burrow. I also asked a, a question where I asked, who would you rather have, Jamar Chase or Cooper Cup? Now, this is a tough question. This is a tough one because I want to break these guys down for you right now. They're two different guys. You got Jamar Chase, who's literally probably the dude can do everything, but he takes the top off the defense. Takes the top off the defense. His routes aren't phenomenal yet, but he's a fucking rookie. Then you got Cooper Cup who my man Paul likes to call the white Jerry Rice. He just set the triple crown. Receptions, yards, touchdowns. But one thing about this guy is he's the most flawless route runner, I think, in the league. The way he runs his routes, the way he breaks off, and the connection he has off of those routes with Matt Stafford is phenomenal. Now, Joe Burrow and Chase played in college and played in pros. They got a connection, too, which is pretty good. But if I'm taking a wide receiver... Since I took Joe Burrow, I'm taking Jamar Chase. But to be frank with you guys, I'd rather have Cooper Cup. I'd rather have Cooper Cup because this is a guy that reminds me of Joe Burrow. This is a guy that was counted out his entire life. He was counted out in college, didn't get no scholarship offers. His draft stock was ass. Nobody wanted him. Every single one of the people I talked to always said, I did not know this guy was that good. He's a guy that puts the work in. He's a guy that is there first, leaves last. I'm taking Cooper Cup in this game as the wide receiver. I think his numbers all in the field right now show it. And there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. We know the clear-cut running back we're taking. We're taking Joe Mixon. They got the better running back. We know what defense we're taking. We're taking the Rams defense. But don't sleep on that since he did. I saw a stat. They showed Cincinnati their first half and their second half. Their second half is the best in NFL playoffs by far. Their quarterback rating so far in the playoffs in the second half is under 30%. They held Patrick Mahomes to under 100 yards. I don't know if it's rigged or it's that good, but it shows the game plan and adjustments that they make at halftime. So don't be surprised if the Rams are up 20-10. to 10. At halftime, and they lose by 10. 
We can see what happens. That's what's happened. So let's break some things down here real quick. We got to talk about it. We're going to start with the quarterbacks. We got Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford. The over-under for Matt Stafford on yards is 276. The over-under for Joe Burrow is 281.5. Two good numbers. They're both going to air it out. Now, one thing I'm saying is this. I'm taking the under for Stafford and the over for Burrow. I think we're going to be surprised that the Rams are going to run the ball more. They're going to try and stop them on offense, and they're going to run the ball to keep them off the field. I'm taking the under for Stafford and the over for Burrow because I think Burrow is going to have more big plays. That's what's going to happen. We got one and a half touchdowns for Stafford and two and a half for Burrow. I'm going over on both of them. I think Stafford throws three. I think Burrow is going to throw three as well. The over-under for them, guys, is pretty good. Pretty good numbers. Now, the interesting number I have here is interceptions, which I actually found this pretty interesting. For Joe Burrow to throw an interception, he's minus 132. Matt Stafford is minus 172. Not that far off. For them not to throw an interception, Burrow is plus 100, and Stafford is plus 128. Now, interestingly enough, I already said I think Stafford might have a game where he throws a pick. But, however, if I'm betting it, Stafford ain't throwing a pick. The young bull Burrow is going to throw a pick. He's going to. I think Stafford is going to show what he's worth here. No pick. Now, these are two guys that have had phenomenal years. They're both top five, top ten in the league. It's going to be an outing. Now, I want to talk about the wide receivers a little bit. Because I want to talk about these numbers on Vegas since it has so many numbers you can bet from, so many prop bets that we like to talk about. So we're going to talk about them here. We got the four top targets that we're going to talk about, Chase, Cup, Odell Beckham, and Higgins. And the reason I want to talk about Odell Beckham is because he's going to be a big factor in this game. Which Odell Beckham is going to show up? What connection is Stafford going to have with Odell Beckham in this? They're going to do all they can do to stop Cup. So Odell Beckham is going to play a huge part in this game. He's going to get a lot of targets. He, he's going to get a lot of them. A lot over the middle, a lot on the outside. T. Higgins, I already talked about it. They're going to be putting a lot of pressure on Jamar Chase. So he's going to get a lot of targets as well. Tyler Boyd's in there as well. Uzama's in there as well. But T. Higgins is that guy, and he's an elite receiver as well. So which guy is going to have a better game between them two, Odell Beckham or T. Higgins? And I think that might play a huge factor in who wins this game. Which team can get their number two guy going? Could be a huge factor. So we're going to talk about it right here. Receptions. We got Jamar Chase at five and a half. We got T. Higgins at five and a half as well. We got Odell Beckham at five and a half as well. And we got Cooper Cup all the way up at eight and a half. Now, I find that interesting that all three of them are the same numbers because you think one of them will be higher. So, honestly, guys, I like the over and all. I, I, I do. But if I had to bet my best chance, I would go over T. Higgins, five and a half. I think he, like I said, he's going to get targeted a lot. And I'm going over Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup's going to get his. He's going to get 10 catches. Odell Beckham, I like him going over, but I'm not locking that in. I think they're all about there. Chase, same thing. 
he could easily have 11 receptions. He could easily have four. But that doesn't mean his yardage is going to be any different. The over-under for yardage is this. We got Odell Beckham at 63 and a half. We got T. Higgins and Jamar Chase both at 69 and a half. And we got Cooper Cup at 106.5. I find it interesting that they got Chase and Higgins at the same target. And I find it interesting that they got Odell Beckham at 63. Again, I like the over in all these. I think it's going to be a heavy passing game. But if I had to bet, I'm going over on Higgins. And I'm going over on Chase. I'm not touching Odell. I'm not touching Cup. I think Cup's going to get 100 yards. I think Odell's going to be right around 60. But like I said, we're going to see. We're going to see what happens there. To score a touchdown. We all know these guys are pretty good. We got DeMar Chase, plus 100. Odell Beckham, plus 125. T. Higgins, plus 160. Cooper Cup, minus 190. I had to throw in T.J. Osama at plus 360, which was a good number. I also want to throw in two other guys. Since we seem up late to, in the Super Bowl, see the, the quarterback catch a touchdown. So I had to throw him in there. So we got Joe Burrow at plus 500. He could also run it in. And Stafford at plus 600. I like that. If you want to throw a dollar, a couple bucks on, on a Joe Burrow touchdown, I can see them doing it. I can see them doing a touchdown to, to the quarterback. I couldn't see Stafford getting the catch, but I can see Joe Burrow doing it. But I think Jamar Chase is going to get one. We all know who's going to be on him, Jalen Ramsey. But Jalen Ramsey has given up a lot of big plays. If you guys remember against Tampa Bay, Jalen Ramsey switched on to Mike Evans. The very next play, Mike Evans had a 40, 50-yard touchdown catch right on him. I think DeMar Chase is going to do that. I think he's going to have like two catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. Lock it in. That's my best bet there. I also would like to say this. If TJ Usama plays in this game, Whatever his receptions are, whatever his yards are, I didn't write them down, go over. He's going to be a heavy target, and he's going to score a touchdown. Lock that in, too. As for running, we didn't have a lot of running in this game. We got Joe Mixon at 63-and-a-half, Cam Akers at 64-and-a-half, and we got Joey B at 12-and-a-half. My safest bet is Joe Burrow over. Joe Burrow is clearly going to get over 12 and a half yards. He's going to be running for his life. How many times is he going to scramble out? I think he's going to get at least 35 yards. At least. So these other guys, I don't know. Like I said, I would go over on Cam Akers, and I would not touch Joe Mixon because I think a lot of the run game from Cincinnati is going to be dump-off screens or behind-the-line passes. So a lot of them might not count as rushing. But he's going to get more yards in 63, but maybe not rushing. So Joe Burrow, over 12 and a half rushing yards, lock of the deck. Now score a touchdown. We got Joe Mixon at plus 110, Cam Akers at minus 120. Both of them likely to score. So you're safe betting either of them, in my opinion. But I would definitely, I, I like the, the odds at Joe Mixon at plus 110. Because a lot of the Cincinnati plays that they've been doing are big plays of the number one big play team in the league. So I think a lot of times when they get those big plays, they don't score on them. So 
I think Joe Mixon might get a couple more red zone attempts than Cam Akers does. So that plus 110 touchdown for Joe Mixon, I like it. And I talk a little bit about the defense. Aaron Donald, he's going to be putting pressure on. But just because he puts pressure on doesn't mean he gets a sack. Aaron Donald to get a sack is minus 192. Lock, he's going to get a sack. He's going to get two sacks, probably. Four, Jalen Ramsey to get an interception. He's plus 520. That's a good number. It's a good number, especially considering the fact that he's going to be guarding the number one target, Jamar Chase, for a young quarterback that might force it to him here and there. I think that's a good bet. If you think Joe Burrow is going to throw a pick, why not put it on Jalen Ramsey to grab that pick? So throw it on that. Now, I want to talk about everybody's favorite prop bet, the coin flip. I want to talk about the coin flip because it's one of the most bet prop bets in the Super Bowl. And I always say tails never fails, take tails. So the odds for it to be heads or tails is the same, both at minus 104. So whatever you think, you're getting the same odds. I say tails never fails. I'm locking in my bet with tails. For Cincinnati or L.A. to win the coin toss, both at minus 104. I'm not sure who's calling that yet because I'm not sure who's getting the call. I'm not sure how it works. I think Cincinnati's calling it. So I think Cincinnati is going to win it. If Cincinnati calls the tail, heads or tails, they lost in overtime, whatever they call is going to hit. They're going to win. I think Cincinnati gets the ball first. So, or wait, they're going to call it. So whoever calls it, if Cincinnati calls and wins, the Rams will get the ball first. Well, that doesn't matter. They still win. So I got Cincinnati winning the coin toss, and I got Cincinnati on. I got tails. Lock it in. Now, the last thing we need to talk about is MVP. Now, I think there's some interesting stats. You can literally bet on any single player on the roster to win MVP, and you can get some crazy numbers. And we've seen some crazy numbers win MVP. So you can win on them. Now, one thing I looked at was this, a position MVP. So if you don't know who to bet on Stafford or Barrow, but you think one of them's going to win the MVP, you can bet on it. We got quarterback to win MVP is at minus 300. Pretty good. You can get either Joe Burrow or Matt Stafford. Wide receiver to win MVP, you can get everyone. You can get Cup, Case, Odell, Higgins, any one of them. Plus 300. Not bad. Not bad. Halfback to win. All of them. Plus 1,020. Defensive MVP. Plus 870. A tight end MVP. Plus 1,500. Which, if you're going to bet a tight end MVP, you're might as well going to bet probably Uzama. So you should take his numbers because they're higher. Kicker. McPherson. Plus 7,000. But you might as well bet him. He's higher at plus 10,000. I also thought this was interesting because... They had a prop bet on if Stafford wins MVP or the field. But I didn't see one for Joe Burrow or the field. That opened up my eyes a little bit because I think that Vegas controls the narrative, especially in, in big games where the money goes, this and that. So Joe Matt Stafford was at minus 118, and the field was at plus 230. Pretty good odds, considering the fact that 
The MVP odds at this moment are Matt Stafford plus 120 or Joe Burrow plus 230. So if you think Joe Burrow is going to win, you are better off betting any. Theoretically, for real. If you think Joe Burrow is going to win it, his odds are exactly the same at plus 230 as the prop that they have of Stafford versus the field. So think about that. doesn't make sense. Because in the regular MVP bets, they have the field at minus 146. I'm putting that bet in right now because I think it's a glitch in their system, and I want to take advantage of it before they take it away. Think about that. Like I said, Stafford or the field. They have Stafford at minus one, plus 118, and they have... Any at plus 230. In the regular MVP where you go through all the team, all the players, Stafford is plus 120 and Burrow is plus 230. So you could bet the any and get the same exact number as Burrow. Why would you not bet that? Doesn't make sense. So get that in before you fuck, before it goes away. Now I do want to talk about the MVP here because I got a couple of them on here that I like. Like I said, we got Matt Stafford at plus 120 is the number one. We got Joe Burrow at plus 230. After that, we got Cooper Cup at plus 550. He's the closest thing to any of them. After that, we got Aaron Donald plus 1600. Jamar Chase and Odell Beckham are both at 2500. After that, we got Cam Akers plus 3000. Joe Mixon plus 4000. Von Miller. It's also at plus 4,000. T. Higgins, plus 6,000. Jalen Ramsey, plus 8,000. Trey Hendrickson, plus 10,000. Uzama, plus 20,000. Leonard Floyd, plus 15,000. Think they're pretty good odds right there. So if I'm betting MVP here and I'm looking for somebody to put my money on that I think, wow, why not Odell Beckham? Why not? You know, he's a star. The league wants to see him succeed because everybody really likes him. He's not – maybe not everybody likes him, but he's an entertaining guy. People know who he is. So plus 2,500 for Odell Beckham I think is a good bet. But, guys, DJ Usama, when he plays, Joe Burrow likes him. You can put a couple bucks on him, and you can win a good amount of money if he plays. Uzama's a great pick. We've had a couple defensive MVPs here, and everybody thinks Aaron Donald's going to get the pressure. But what happens if the Rams win? Jalen Ramsey has a pick, and he shuts down Jamar Chase. Why not? Why not? Plus 8,000 for him is a good pick. Now, on the other side, like I said, what if what – if, Joe Mixon gets those those catches out of the backfield. What if he gets eight catches, 100 yards, touchdown, 50-yard rushing, touchdown? Could theoretically happen. Him at plus 4,000 is also a good bet. So if I'm looking at bets as something outside of the top key guys, I got Odell Beckham at plus 2,500, Joe Mixon at plus 4,000, Jalen Ramsey at plus 8,000, and TJ Usama at plus 20,000. I think they're good bets. Now, I got to make my pick. Got to make my pick. 
as hard as this is to say, I've been looking at how a lot of people are betting, a lot of people that I know are betting, and I tend to put that all in that retrospect and see who wins. It doesn't mean it means anything. It doesn't mean that my picks are right. Throughout the year, I've been decent. I wasn't as good this year making my picks as I was last year. I was more along 60%, 55 60% this year, which in betting terms isn't bad. I was actually 55.76%, which is not bad. Pretty good, but not that great. But if I had to take this game, we got LA Rams at home. We got Cincinnati, the underdog team. It has me thinking, when's the last time they let a Cinderella team win? It's been a while. Been a while. But when was the last time an underdog Cinderella team had Joe Burrow? So, my bet. I'm taking Cincinnati plus four. I'm taking over 48 and a half. And I'm taking the LA Rams money line to win the game. However, guys, doesn't mean I'm really rooting for them because one of my buddies out there has uh, Cincinnati money line big, so I'm actually rooting for him to win that. But if I had to pick, if I had to bet my house on it, I would take Cincinnati with the points and LA with the money line. So lock that in. We'll be back. Be sure to tune in to Paul's take on the Super Bowl. It's coming up one of these next couple days, next episodes. Tune into that. And we'll be back to you guys later this week with other episodes. And we will be back to talk to you guys after the Super Bowl. So tune in. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Hope my breakdown of the odds and all that helped you guys out. Enjoy the game. Go with some money.